We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Welcome to the Pat Mayo Experience, presented by DraftKings, the Masters, Final Bets, DraftKings Picks, Ownership, One and Done, The Weather, we're bringing it all in a nice little bow for you because the Masters starts tomorrow. Reminder to smash the like button for this episode. Sub to Mayo Media Network and sub to the newsletter because I'll have periodic newsletter releases if I get more information, like if I can get my hands on the round-by-round strokes gain metrics, which you're probably not going to find anywhere. I will email those to everyone in the newsletter chain. So please go do that right now. It's down in the description completely free. Tambo is in studio with me, sir. I have giveaway winners. I like giveaway winners. I was going to say Tambo, a nice little Tambo. A nice little Tambo on it. Well, you got bets. Uh, I'm curious to hear about it because I don't have my final card done yet. All right, do you want to hear my bets? Yeah, let's hear it. Yeah, people are asking for the final bets. I only On Monday with Kenny, I was stuck. I'd only had one future. It was day at 80 with five places. Obviously, he's down to like 25, 30 in some places. Do you think he's going to come? No, I don't think that's coming through. I'm just (laughs) saying I'm I'm always a realist when it comes to that stuff. But I did add some more. I really like these bets, actually. Uh, Going backwards, Rose, 66 with eight places. uh, You should have went to a place that was uh, cool to bet because you could have got a smooth 80 as of today. With how many places? No places. Yeah. I, ha- I have rows at 80, no places. I like 66, eight places. I'll take that. And then I got two guys at 40. Uh, M has dropped now, but I got M at 40 with five mm-hmm. places. And I got Victor Holland. Victor! 40 at Listen five places. Listen to you. You, I- watch too much of, you watch too much of the show, pal. You got I, influence. I'm company man, Pat. I, I definitely do... <laughs> Like the Hovland one, I just think something's going overlooked there. I talked a little bit about it on Monday with Kenny, but just in the sense of this weather, which we'll talk about in a second, it's not like a wave thing, more of just I think there's an opportunity, and it's not the quotes of him saying, I've got this around the green game and all that. So we'll, we'll go through that, and then... Oh, well, I, hold on. You you don't think that he has solved his around the green and bunker woes after a Monday practice No, session? but I think he's got it in his head that he has, so hey, maybe so, that's... Sometimes, that always, sometimes if you believe, it can manifest. That's what Corey Connor says, our but, fellow Canadian. But also, if it is wet, Victor's just going to go pin stalking. He's not going to miss 
screens and regulation. That's my thought. So I really do like that. And then I got a super long shot and some specials quick. Uh, Mackenzie Hughes, 300 to 1 with eight places. The, the steal the Corey Connors Canadian Thunder. He comes through. I'll talk more about that later when we get to it. And then the specials right quick. One first round leader, Rose, 50 with five places. I got Gooch as the top live player, 20 to 1. I like that. I got the cop-out on the Mackenzie Hughes, 4.5 to 1 on the top Canadian. And then I got the the old Sergeant, top am, for just under 3 to 1. I know some got better there, but I, I had to get involved some way, shape, or form on this guy down at the bottom, number one am right now, NCAA reigning champion. That is that is the Skylar Hoke special of the week. Correct. Am is like- He's done pretty good with those, by the way. <laughs> with Absolutely. a lot of his specials. Skylar specials, you should I, call them. Those, those are good. I mean, he's no Kabugi man, but... Oh. <laughs> he's, he's not 1,500 to one, but I, I think we'll be doing all right with that. Okay. It's funny. You and I have two of the same or one of the same first-round leaders. I only played two. I might play three, but here's what I got cooking so far. I got Hovland at 40, Lowry at 65, Rose at 80. See, whoo, Kim with eight places at 125 to one. And Minwoo Lee from way back at 150 to one. He's down to 55 now. That's, I know. I saw that. That is exactly, if you go and look at it, the same trajectory that Danny Willett closed at when he won the Masters from 150 to one to 55 to one. Wow! So it's it's written in stone. I'm already spending my minimum money. <laughs> it's a it's a five figure win for Feinberg and I. So we're going to be good with that. I went top live market as well, but I went with Abraham Answer at 14 to one as the low live guy. I picked uh, Taylor Moore as low debutant at nine to one. I like that. I have Phil Mickelson to miss the cut at plus 120. I have Bryson to miss the cut at plus 150. I also have parlayed those together for plus 450. And I added Billy Horschel to that parlay as well for 12 to 1. We talked about that on the Best Bet show yesterday. First round leader, Spieth and Rose are the two that I'm going with, although Spieth is in the very last group. I don't know if that's advantageous or not for him. And the one and done that we play with ourselves here on the show, I took Scotty, Jeff took Xander, Cust took his pick to win, Cam Smith. He took three live guys as his picks. Yeah, the, at least it makes sense from that perspective for the Cam Smith thing. But going back to your first round leaders, the speed is just going to be the ultimate sweat. You can already tell. You get it the last group coming down. You know there's going to be an opportunity there. Like it, So it, it is going to be interesting when we talk about it. But I know he's getting quite a bit of steam on DraftKings and stuff like that too because it's just easier to go with the course history guy. I do think there's some guys that will pull away from him. But like those bets, I, I really like the Taylor Moore one. He's the guy I was going to bring up later. I like him on DraftKings 7,300, yeah. It, it seems like a good spot here. So And people might forget he literally just won a tournament. So. And He's been playing great golf. Yeah. Like, that's the thing. Like, I mean, obviously, I wasn't on Taylor Moore when he won. I know a lot of people were on Taylor Moore the week that he won. But, like, you go back and, like, retroactively look at what he had been doing. It's like, oh, yeah, that, that actually makes a lot of sense. Yeah, another thing I'm also pulling. And also, Vel- oh, Valspar winners, good Masters players. Yes. Very good Masters players. I mean, Charles. It's just look at like, the past eight champions. You got, like, Charles and Spieth. They're both winners here. Bubba's played very well at that course. Rama's played very well at that course. Who else am I missing here? Taylor Moore, probably going to win this week, or at least be low debutant. So just click that one into Paul Casey Patrick, in the past? Patrick Reed, Paul Casey. I mean, maybe it's Sam Burns time. Uh, that'd be interesting. Yeah, I don't think many are going there. Uh, one thing I was going to say, just uh, I want to see where you're at on it, because it's not a full 180, but just from the weather stuff and the course setup and the, you know everything that we're about to talk about, have you done any sort of thought on this? Like, we always put such a focus on course history. And, of course, Monday, that's what I'm thinking. The more you see the week play on, now I'm wondering if it's going to – it's always going to matter more at this course. I get it. But I'm saying, like, when you look at some of this other stuff, the skill sets 
and that may just come in a little bit more handy here and the green's a little bit slower. I know they have the sub air system and all that stuff, but I, I don't know how effective that's going to be. So have you done any thoughts on that versus maybe weighing it more at the start of the week? No, not really. Okay. Like I still want guy because put it this way. The, we, all everyone is talking about is the rain, right? Mm-hmm. But it's going to be super cold mm-hmm. for one thing. And it looks like it's going to be incredibly windy the entire time, too. Like, there's just a lot of factors in play that there's going to be an element of chaos, it feels like, to this event. And, that, I mean, I don't have my betting card filled out yet because I'm still toying with the idea. I mean, the best number I can find at the moment, if I click on it, see if it's still there. It's still there. Scotty Scheffler, 8-1. to one. Yeah. Like, that's why I don't have a Morikawa or Burns or Justin Thomas on this card because it's either, like, two of those guys or Scotty Scheffler. I heard this debate yesterday. What would you do? Uh, man, it's really hard to go back-to-back here. I guess you could just sub in Roy or Rom for the argument and say, well, it's not even about the back-to-back. I know you're using Scotty and why you are, but I'm saying it does feel pretty good to have those two outsiders. I'm, I was I was kind of with Feinberg on that one. I think that's what he liked. So uh, I, I prefer that. I'm not jamming any of these big dogs on a one-bet. If you if you jam a big guy, I, I know you got some of your long shots and stuff, and you can still make it work, and it just factors into what I your mean, return it is. Like I, I've but, built my card with the anticipation that there is room for Scheffler on it. Yeah, right. it sounds like it. I mean, you gave your card. What you have right now definitely works. I'm just saying, I, I would I, I would if I'm doing that, I would rather cancel all the bets I have and just be able just to jam it, just all. J- jam it all, and just you know, you know I, I mean, mean they're, they're, they're It's not like these guys are missing. I mean. Could Rom miss a cut? Sure. <laughs> yeah, a guy can pop off at any time, and it hasn't been the greatest the last three or four times out, but the uh, the general stuff there with, like, Scotty, Rory, that, like, there's, what are the, what are they, what's going to happen? T16, T18, T20? I don't know. Like, like, I just, I envision myself watching this, wherever the hell this tournament ends. Yeah, that's just like, which one of these three guys is going to be there on Sunday with a chance to win? And just, my mind just says Scotty Scheffler. My, my mind says two of them. Just, it's so hard, man, already at this course. These guys are just way better. Like, it's just the way it works. I don't care what anyone says. There's So, so it, it, like, other than that, let's say I don't do Scheffler, and I'll have all of this in the final newsletter that's going to come out tonight. I'll, I'll finally man up and make my decision. But seeing some decent odds on some guys right now, like Sam Burns, 45 to 1. Sungjae, 45 to 1. Uh, Dustin Johnson, 30 to 1. Cam Smith, 30 to 1. Morikawa, 33. Justin Thomas, 25. Like, these are pretty enticing numbers, but it just keeps coming back to, I think Scotty's going to win. Yeah. I, if, if you're that, I would go with Scotty. Like I said, there's definitely no doubt that, like I said, two or th- two of those three are going to be there. I'm just saying when I'm betting and want the ticket, for sure. I feel like I, having those outsiders and those bigger numbers is just something that entices me a little bit more. And I do see a spot where it is like a Scotty T6 or T8. And, and then it's not, doesn't mean he can't work on DraftKings. Doesn't mean it can't be a, a good bet that you get to sweat out and do all that stuff with. I, I just could definitely see that. It's really hard to go back to back here. It just, it just is. Like, what is it? It's uh, Sure, it's also incredibly difficult to win four tournaments in one year, and he keeps doing it. No. Even Burns and Homa and those guys can do it over long, like a little bit longer period of time. But I, I'm just kidding. I, I think it's fine. It's Scotty Scheffler we're talking about. Literally the best in the world right I, now. But it, it comes down to just how you want to bet your card and what you want to have on it. I, I like having more of these outsiders, like Hovland 40. I had him at 40. He's at 45 now. He said I actually saw him 33 in some places. The other guys are just there, but I don't well, know. The other way that I would spin it, that if I don't do that, maybe I take Dustin at 30 and then kind of double down on the strategy that I have. Like, there's a reason that I have Lowry and Rose on this card. Mm-hmm. Because if the conditions get really bad, these are the kind of guys that I want to have. And just say, fuck it, I'll take Fitzpatrick and Fleetwood too. The, yeah, <laughs> I, I don't hate it. Well, that, like more DFS side of things, I do like that. But one that you mentioned earlier that I definitely have room for and was thinking about because it still stays up in like the 25 range, and, and you said it pumped to 25, is the Justin Thomas one. 
I was looking for the double Justin this week uh, on Monday. I mentioned it. I had Rose on my mind when I saw 66 with eight places. I hopped on it. JT, I've been keeping an eye on. That's the one. Here's the thing, Pat. Last year, if you remember, JT was everyone's darling. I think he was literally the highest owned on DraftKings. It was the bones on the bag, Phil Mickelson's success, the putter, it's always off, but he'll find it around here. All of this, I don't know, this could really help JT. You know, if the greens are a little bit slower and he does still have bones on the bag and he still has all those same factors, yet it feels like not just in the betting market, but in DFS as well, people just aren't as high on him for the recent form. But who knows? It's still a major. The guy's a two-time major champion, albeit at the PGA Championship both times. But he, would he come here? T8 last year? It's not like he disappointed. He just didn't win. I believe that he has the most, second most strokes gained over the last five years. I'm very intrigued by that number. I probably will pull the trigger on that to to just mention it by the end of the day, and that'll be it. Uh, he actually has the fourth most. He has 36 strokes gained over the past five years. Rom, Dustin, Cam Smith, JT, Rory, then Patrick Reed is right after him. Yeah, and, and the other thing too is 25 is so close. Again, we do this all the time, cutting hairs on numbers with strokes. Oh, if he was one stroke better, he would instead of T8, he could have been T5. Like I get that, but in betting, if JT was 30 right now, wouldn't everybody in the world be hammering that? Yes, because there's a three in front of it. Yeah, it's 25. And if you aren't betting, the guy's up top. Like I, I really, yeah, I'm gonna bet that for sure. I'm I'm actually just looking at it right now. There's a day one two ball, head to head. Where do you think Kevin Na's game is right now? Oh God. It's weird because he kind of pops here in the past. Somehow he always finds his way around he, here. But I, I, I believe he's legitimately been bad on the live door. Yeah. Mike Weir plus 260 over Kevin Na. Mike Weir, who's been like strangely good at the Masters the oh, past few times. I don't think I can pull the trigger that far. Plus Holy. 260. Yeah. Hit it. <laughs> might, might have to go to the well with that one. Went so the, from JT winning to Mike Weir Mike over Weir Kevin Na. Over Kevin Na this show one. is the best. Yes. Uh, I have like a hilarious amount of to make and to miss the cut parlays. Those are all going to be available in the newsletter yep. later on tonight. I'll just post them all in there. But they they really hinge. The big ones hinge on Phil and Bryson missing the cut. Yeah. If that happens, like even if just those two things happen, I'm going to win money this week. Even if I bet Scheffler. <laughs> yeah, so. I, feel, I feel confident about the Bryson one. But I mean, if you play the bomber and the carry and all that stuff narrative. And then what if? I, I don't know. Well, Phil looks like he chose poorly when it came to picking the grail, if you saw the master's dinner photo. The I saw is, them this morning. The you dude is melting before our eyes. I think the stress of this live thing is getting to him. <laughs> he had a little bit of the Brady going on, like the sunken yeah. cheeks and everything there. He, I needs, he how... needs to get that filler going. He needs, he needs to watch like more Real Housewives. Yes. We, we got the wives that watch these shows, so we know. Dude, but... I mean, yeah. Our, my wife watches the show. <laughs> I could... just happen to be there and yeah. you know, yeah. look up from my phone from time to time. The winners of the giveaways, by the way, I, I was going to do this off the top, then completely forgot. Three hundred bucks to at Nikki Noodles nineteen. Congratulations at General Grieve wins two hundred dollars, and the mutant. I already sent the money to him. He won a hundred dollars in the Mayo Media giveaway. So thank you for doing everything that goes through it. James Short won a free year of FantasyNational.com. As did and Paul. You're going to have to help me out with this. All right, Tarusha. Gunatilaki. He said that you know how to pronounce his name. Uh, Tharusha Guntalek. Guntalek? I don't know. It's been a while, but I'm happy for him. And I, I recognized uh, Nikki Noodles in there, too. Yeah, yeah I, I, I know did. Nikki Noodles. Nikki That's Noodles, nice. always a big supporter of the, the big show. The big winner. Nice to see. So congratulations to him. Um, listen, I, I, what are you doing tomorrow night? You doing anything? <laughs> 
finding my schedule right now. Yeah. I think I'm free. You, you think you're free? <laughs> you check my Twitter. I think I'll be free tomorrow w- would night. Would you like to be the guest on the round one recap show that I do? You can do it from home. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to do it from home. Sure. Yeah, I'll right. be watching all day. So Yeah, I'm going to be watching all day too. So we might as well uh, get together because I wanted to do a recap show every single day. So here's the deal. I got another $250 to give away. How about that? Okay. Maybe I'll go 150 100 whatever it is. Maybe we can get you in some uh, contests for next week. Whatever it may be, at least $250 of cold hard cash is going to be in the prize pool for this. And it's going to be very simple. If you've already done it this week, thank you very much. You're already in that draw. You don't need to do it again. But we finished like 45 Apple reviews short of getting to that 200 number, the new 200 number to get us over 5,000. So, you know, if we can... Uh, Get some more Apple and Spotify podcast reviews, five stars, something you enjoy about the show. We'll get you in the draw, and you can sub to the newsletter and get your ballots in that way. So please go do that. That's how you can help out the show. And I got to say thanks to everyone for filling the Listener's League like Tuesday morning. That's fucking incredible. Yeah, it's huge. That's incredible stuff. Obviously, 100K rake free is nice, but just the fact how quickly it filled always shows the support that we're getting. Appreciate that. And I will double Pat's 250 and more ballots. All you do is same as always with me. It's easy. Follow me on Twitter. Retweet the tidbits. They're out this morning. Do the other stuff Pat needs for the other ballots. We'll, we'll get to that number, Pat. We'll get those 45 reviews we'll in there. So two, 500 bucks total, 250, 250. We were the number one betting and fantasy podcast in Canada as of this morning. Number three in the United States. Few more reviews, few more downloads to share the show around. Maybe we can be the double number one. Dominate North America. I it is shocking the amount of people that have listened and watched Masters content this week. It's been awesome. It's, it's overwhelming, yeah. actually. Love to see that. Ready to talk about the weather? Yeah, let's do it. First up, is there a such thing as a wave advantage at the Masters? Uh, the way I like, I'm not the best with that to figure it all out with the tee times. I was looking at them this morning to try and break it down. It doesn't seem like yeah. it, so I, I don't. I, that's not what I'm considering when I'm talking about weather or mentioning it previously on the show. Here, I, I'm talking more about how this weather affects the course. Like for example, it's already going to be the longest Masters ever, from my understanding, leading in, and now you get all this rain that they've had leading up, which I think is the most in forever and then on top of it it's going to rain even more on friday like it looks like a washout if they even, i don't even know what'll happen saturday looks on saturday like a washout. so yeah that's right so that's what i'm saying so like all that combined it definitely feels like the weather is going to matter it's just it may not be in the way that you think where we're usually just saying let's stack this or stack that you can always do that and like play the the, the guys that are in the same groups and stuff because they'd be going off in the similar stuff in the similar setup but i'm focusing more on the skill set and type of player and you and i think are still debating that because obviously, you know, the everyone I see is focusing right now on the longer hitters, the carry, um, the longer irons, all that stuff for good reason. And what if it's actually so long? Like people have already said, I think it's 13. That's going to be longer that they'll even lay up on that, which is normally. D- Dustin has already talked about laying up on it. And I right. think that's the key thing here because I wrote it up. Uh, if you subscribe to the newsletter, you got this. You can go click on it. It's completely free to go use. It's down in the description. But I went back and looked at 2007 and 2016. The last, like, two real genuine times that it played. It was windy. It played difficult. There were delays. There were delays in 2016. There were delays in 2007 because of the rain. But two very wind-affected, and 2007 was cold. And when you go back and look at those years, it's all... Like, Tiger came second one of the years. But Tiger's fucking amazing. It's not like Tiger didn't have that in his bag. And it's 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 not like, because you're a bomber, you're not going to do well. But... Zach Johnson won, 169th on tour that year in driving distance. Sabatini, 88th. Tiger Woods, 12th. Goosen, 62nd. Jerry Kelly, 162nd. Rose, 96th. Appleby, 80th. Harrington, 60th. David Toms, 151st. Luke Donald, 177th. Von Taylor, 147th. So it wasn't the Bombers that played well. I mean, that's the master Zach Johnson 
did not go for any of the par fives and two. He laid up on every single one and ended up winning the Masters over par at plus one. I don't think it's going to play that difficult, but it gives you a sense of that. And even go back and look at 2016. Willett, Spieth, Fitzpatrick before he got the distance. Yeah. Westwood, Soren Kelson, Brant Snedeker. These were the guys who popped. Langer was inside like the top five into like the final four holes. These guys aren't bombers. Like, I mean, it's like a wedge putting contest at yeah. that point, right? And, it, and even who, if you are missing the green, they still have some magic around the greens too. So it's like, but again, if you're use if you're just laying up, you, that's like the Zach Johnson effect you talked about, where he just he's hitting all those greens because he's got such a good wedge game, and then it just becomes who can make the putts. And that's what I'm saying. That's completely different than how you would think about it coming in. And again, just attacking only on distance based be, on everything else. Because I would say with carry distance, that's great. And listen, there's sub, there's now sub air underneath all of this. Maybe it gets dried out very very quickly. That's entirely possible. And it's not like I'm fading bombers that's not the point that i'm trying to make i just think it expands the pool of players that you should consider rather than what we would normally do be like oh yeah brian Herman has no chance Mm -hmm. but maybe he does all of us i mean i don't think that he does but all of a sudden like that type of player is now back in play just a little bit where with the carry distance if it's even a little bit soggy and you don't get that rollout what's the extra distance really giving you well, and to follow it up, like you said, what what do you get out of it when you get up there? Like, again, obviously we're not fading distance because some of the top players in the world, that's just part of why they're the top players in the world. So they're going to have it either way, plus have the wedge game and the ability to make putts and all those factors. But like you said, when it expands it a little bit, maybe your Mike Weir bet is good or maybe it's in trouble. Like, I mean, well, he's like also Kevin Na, with, maybe Kevin Na say, He's also playing with Kevin Na, who's basically Mike Weir. <laughs> that's what I was just going to say. So you got to think about that. But yeah, e- either way, that's why I wanted to bring it up. I'm glad you mentioned it in that sense because I actually don't think as many are looking at it from that angle. I think more are just focused on the distance, getting it out there, and then seeing what happens from there. And realistically, like you said, it could end up just being a wedge putter contest if that's the case. Yeah, it's going to help you on the longer par fours, most definitely. But on the par fives, if no one can attack it on in two, like if you can't attack 13 and two, and you can't attack 15 and two, and people don't really attack two and two anyway, mm-hmm. without an incredible amount of roll. So that's probably not going to happen. And eight, no one really eagles that whole, I mean, a few people eagle it. But it's not like it's a huge eagle. It's really 13 and 15, where guys are going to go try to get it. There was no eagles on 15 last year. So if everyone has to lay up, who cares if you hit it 380 yards? Yeah, it's just if that's what actually happens. Happens, yeah. I mean, yeah. there's a chance I, I that think that we are. The, it's the it's the Raza thing, man. Like Ben Raza. I'm sad to miss the show. Happy to see my guy Kenny Kim on it with him. Well, we we do this show now. Of course, I, I understand. I, I'm saying it was you know always. I watched it right away. I love that show, and you know he's always talked about it in the past. Though again, is instead of a weather stack, it's more of like a skill set stack. And I actually don't hate that if you're building in sets or wanting to build out uh, by hand. If you have 20 lineups and want to build 10 one way, 10 the other, or five five and 10, whatever you want to do with your stuff i'm just saying this is a way where you could build it for that because again we don't we don't know until we get there like how it actually shakes out but this is why we're talking through it and that's the things that i'm going to be thinking about when i'm building my rosters would you like to know the best players in this field from 100 to 150 yards i actually really would you're you're way better that from memory but you also have the great tools i have the tools i just don't have them in front of me and and i always falter on this one so let me know uh still time fantasynational.com slash mayo will get you 20 percent off any membership level, great for building lineups, doing your research, checking out the simulator, ownership projections. It's all up there. Highly recommend that you go get it right now. Best player in the field, Scotty Scheffler. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. Back to that. Uh, so he's the best. Then it's Morikawa and Justin Thomas. JT. Seamus Power and Zach Johnson are next. What is the sample on Power? Just out of curiosity. It's past 24 rounds. Okay. So it goes back to, in weighted rounds, it goes back to the RSM Classic for him. Mm-hmm. So players, Arnold Palmer, Genesis, 
Phoenix, and that's against good fields too. Yep. So this is you know taking consideration weighting 100 to 125 bucket, 125 to 150 bucket, both those buckets in one. So Power, Zach Johnson, and Lowry are like the next little tier down. Mike Weir. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, Cameron Young, Tony Finau, Tom Kim, Corey Connors, Kurt Kitayama, and Ryan Fox. I like, I like Ryan Fox this week, by the way. I like Kitayama this week. So I, I like a lot of those guys you mentioned. And, the Finaus, the JTs. And after that, it's Dustin, who Lord knows when his stats are from. Same as Neiman. Like, Neiman's in that bucket as well. But Kirk and Homa, along with Hatton and Straka, are there as well. Straka, big hole-in-one in the practice round on Monday or Tuesday. I can't remember, but... Hole in one. Got to play him. Does that count? No. Uh, also, who rates out pretty well? My guy, Cam Champ, who I am playing this week. Okay. You can just go with course history. Yeah, you have to. It's, it, for some reason, he always shows up here, but... he I, I guess he understands the greens. Yeah. Does he understand the greens this year? I don't know. Yeah, we'll see. He doesn't understand anything according to his results, so... Except for he shows up to the guest and is good. Yeah. That's right. it. And the only way he can get back in Augusta is if he comes inside the top ten again. That's that's I forgot that too. It's the only reason he's been he he's even here. Yeah, yeah. Okay. He, had the, he had the T10 last year. Yeah. Uh, but other than that, I mean, I don't want to put too much emphasis on the weather because every time, like, it's one thing if it was just wind and no rain. Because looking at it right now, like the the wind picks up midway through Friday, and the rain it comes at exactly the same time as the rain. It doesn't seem like it's gonna be that rainy. Like it looks like they'll play through it. So I guess the PM AM split is essentially where you'd want to look. But I've just seen. Like, this rain has moved up three hours every six hours mm-hmm. when I looked at it. Like, the rain wasn't supposed to come until Friday night, two days ago. Now it's going to come at 2 p.m. on Friday. By the time we get to Friday, it might come at 10 a.m., and then we're all fucked again. I don't, want, I don't want to get myself into that situation where I overload on one side, and it's like, oh, yeah, the other side was the smart move. I'll just play a mix and match with the guys that I want to play. Yeah, and it's also the Masters. It's also the best players. It's all that's all those factors we talk about at these other situational spots. So I'm fine with doing that. And if you end up on it, like always, keep an eye on your lineups. If it ends up like you, oh wow, I have five guys from this side. You can just leave that. You don't have to change the last guy because of it. But if you wanted to, less people are doing that. It can get you more leverage in that sense. But for here, like I said, I actually like focusing more on these skill set lineups. If I was doing sets like that, one and done. Here we go. What do you want to do? We got Rory. Think we, we got Rory, Spieth, Cam, Xander, Day, Finau, Dustin, Cam Young, Victor, and Sungjae. I think it's Rory or DJ. I'll go DJ. Okay. We can make it quick this week. The only thing I will say is last week we did the or whatever week it was we did the Rory Cantlay debate. I think we were like I know we can save Rory for anywhere, but we mentioned this. But then you did mention with Rory about the Open. Yeah. And so we just At if Liverpool. we don't use Rory this week, remind me no matter what. Unless Wells Fargo is an elevated event. We could use them there. I think it is. But I just feel like in our our mindset, we should have that in the bag for later. Like, imagine we're really close and then we're one of the only people. Like, again, some are going to save Rory. But if we have him, I want to keep it. That's why we 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 need to get back to being really close again. We've kind of fallen down the chart. We've fallen down the chart a little bit. But I I think. uh, I'm almost in dead last with one of my other lineups. Like, I have three three teams that are, like, pretty good and one team that just. What's it's your best a, team ranking right now? It's ours, the 679. I have 679, 823, and like 944. The other one is 4406. Okay, I'm That's, not that bad with It is my the sin worst. eater of all my picks. But my good one right now is 139. And then I've got one that's way at the back. I thought it was like 1,600. I thought that was further down, but I forgot how big the contest actually is. So um, I, if we're not using Rory, I'm fine with it, but I want to just continue to save him. 
because I think that's kind of good to have it in the bag. DJ versus Cam Smith was the live conversation. Cust obviously went the Cam Smith route. I did call him at the start of the season. If you remember our fantasy draft, I took him fifth when no one else wanted to take, before anyone else took a live guy, I took Cam Smith and people, oh, did you want him or a guy like somebody else? I do still think that he's going to be fine to show up. I don't think those skills, I think Harold Varner said it best. It's not Space Jam. I don't think their (laughs) skills just went away and got taken away from them. I think it just gets made fun of because of the, you know, what the live stuff has been a little bit of parody in the sense of what people expect it to be to what it actually is. So I guess that's fine, but I would take DJ. I think I've said it all week, Pat, like again, even on DraftKings, it's not like he's sneaky. He's getting ownership there. But my point is, his course history is the same as Rory's with an actual win and has a green jacket. He seems pretty calm. He's rocking the four aces shirt and telling them it's not a big deal. And he's the one that you have to truthfully believe that. He doesn't give a shit. It's DJ. You know what? He was having a great time at the Champions Dinner. He, he definitely did. I love that one. But the, uh, who was it? Scott? Yo, Adam the Scott just looks like kind of you know, like his hair. His hair is a bit out of place. He's, he's like kind of oh, sweaty. Man. The best response to that was the guy that said, "And there's Zach Johnson right in front of him. He already called the cops." <laughs> <laughs> oh, it just kills me, man. But yeah, we're making fun of Zach Johnson. You just talked about how he's got that wedge game and how he could just show up out of nowhere. I did not have him pegged, but when you think about that skill set, maybe. But that, hey, he, that, yeah, I think there are better versions of that player that we could go to. Last thing on the pitchers. Who do you think, I have a guy in mind, who do you think the most likely, like just imagine that pitcher in front of you right now, this year, who do you put in a green jacket just standing there oddly next to Adam Scott? I got one guy. Cantley? Exactly. Yeah. That, that's the guy. Cantley is the least photogenic person alive. He's just the, we, we made fun of his photo with like the khakis on with chill with Xander and their wives and all that stuff. I, I could just see it. So easily here. It would not surprise me. I also think he gets a little bit of steam when we get there. When How we get about point. full fade on Patrick Cantley? Done. Thank you. That was <laughs> you, an easy you're one. excited about that? I don't think I can do that. I, I do. I picture it and I, he's got the game right now too. It's been solid, but he's, he, this is what I was saying earlier with the course history factor. Guys like him, guys like uh, Cam Young played it one time last year. And I see. Do, I would have more confidence in Cam Young than Patrick Cantley. I, I'll have confidence in Cam Young when we get there. And then the, the Homa. Oh, it's horrible in, in Masters. Is he a better Horrible in Majors, now? horrible in Masters. Is he better? I don't know. But this week, with everything else going with it, I, I mean, all, they, he has quite a few of the skills that we would like. He was, I think, number 10 or 11 on your list, maybe a little further down. But he's the guy you mentioned. What, Cam Young was up there on that list. These are the type of guys, when we get to those ranges, and you're like, oh, but I can't play home because all these other, what, all the other guys that have not won shit while he's won all these tournaments that they were also in? That's where you got to think about it at majors, especially. I always say this, look at it like two ways. One, are they at a price that you could see them be at a higher price later? We've built lineups like that on the show in the past. Or two, like, what are you really comparing when you're shoving a guy back and saying he's not good? He literally has beat all these guys in these tournaments and won them. How can you not say that? Cam Young just came second in the match play. Fine. But last year, almost won, could have, people won't give me this, but I'm just saying. He was could've in the mix. Majors. Zalators could have won In the mix majors. in two majors. These guys, that's what I'm saying. These are the guys you can put in your lineups, and you won't be surprised on Sunday when they're up the top of the leaderboard. So I'm okay with it. Are you suggesting that Max Homa went to DeVry Institute and got the skills to pay the bills all of a sudden? <laughs> I, he, man, we've had this debate. You, you and Joe had the debate earlier this season about the, the Homa versus JT thing. We're back there again. Why not both? It may be a debate where it could be what you and I always say. Why not just play both? It's funny that the the Rom and Homa conversation from earlier this year, like if we had run the Masters a month ago, Rom would be the highest owned player and he'd be a five to one betting favorite. Mm-hmm. Now he's 10 to one and no one really super interested in using Rom of the big three. Like they are going to use Rom. Yeah. But he's behind the other two in terms of 
who people want to pick this week. I think so. And Homa, like there was a, I mean, I started to get rattled that like maybe Homa is better than JT. And now that I look at it, it's like, I'd much rather bet Justin Thomas. I'm still betting Justin Thomas. <laughs> yeah. Like I just said, but it's funny to think about it. And then you go back to the drawing board when you're looking at it. And I mean, he's $100 less than JT coming in at lower ownership than JT. Yeah, I, I mean, if you have that in the back of your mind that you think that Homa is equal or better, then that's the play. That's just not necessarily where I'm, I'm not playing Homa. I'm just telling you that. Okay. Not doing it. Can't do it. I got you. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. DraftKings picks. Lineups, ownership. I do want to remind everyone that the League Safe Locks app is free to download. There's a Mayo Masters contest pick'em pool up there. You should go do it after. It's actually an incredible amount of fun. <laughs> easy to do. It's super easy. It's like yes or no. Pick one of these three guys. The link is down in the description. There's five hundred dollars in the prize pool. It's nothing huge, but like if you're, you and your wife can do it and watch the Masters together, you and your son can. Well, I, mean, I don't want to advocate for yours. Yeah, I guess you it, can't do a, that these it, days. It, it gets it's frowned upon on it, Twitter, Pat. It, it is a free contest. Yes. Um, so you can just you know, go in. It's, it's a good way to do something to follow along with the Masters completely free. Just download the app on a- Apple or Android. It'll be in the newsletter. It's down in the description if you want the direct link. And I think the winner gets 250 bucks, and then like second gets 100 whatever it might be. So the League Safe locks app right now to go to the Mayo Masters. I'm going to build you a lineup. All right, let me do this. Here we go. Jordan Spieth. Okay. Corey Connors. Okay. Jason Day. In. How am I doing so far? You got 8,000 even left. 26K total. Okay. Now. Or, or who, sorry, wait a minute. I think, I'm, am I on the right thing here? Yeah, it's, it's 8,000. Yeah, okay, we're good. So, who is the guy in the low $7,000 range? Because Fantasy National is telling me it's Hoagie, but I don't believe that. Is it Willett? Are people playing Willett? Uh, Willett's getting played, yeah, but he's 6,600, right? Yeah, I'm just, uh, Keith Mitchell? Keith Mitchell, I was going to say, or, um, yeah, probably Keith Mitchell. It's probably Keith Mitchell. I don't like Keith Mitchell, but that's me. Keith Mitchell, I guess that's the bomber narrative really coming through. So now we have $8,400 remaining for our final two spots. I think that fits Sungjae, 
And you can fit Dustin or Cam Young. Who do you think is going to be more popular? Oh, DJ. DJ? Eh, that's what I was going to talk to you about. So I wanted to bring up Cam Young earlier. I think the thing is, like, DJ, right now, ownership projections actually show Cam Young getting more love. But I just think when people swing to the fact of 8,800, the course history, the fact that he's won here, like, his, his numbers look good on everything. And then on top of that fact, it's the time you can use him. Right, you're not getting to play DJ because of the one and dones. People are using it. Like we just talked about. You know what? Let's 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 rejig this for a second. Get rid of DJ, get rid of Day, and let's go Rose, who's going to be incredibly popular, and that gets us back up to Cantlay. So Spieth, Cantlay, Connor, Sungjae, Rose, Mitchell, and 200 bucks left over. Yeah. And yeah, you can go okay. up to 70. You can go to Reed if you wanted to. I think he's the popular 7,300 guy. Yeah, you take Keith Mitchell out and put Reed, I think, and that would be the more popular. Or Tiger. <laughs> or ti- what are you doing with Tiger? I'm not playing him. I bet um, him to make the cut at, at that super boost at even money. Did you get more than I could get down on it, which was $20? I mean, I'm a losing better, so they, let me, they allowed me to bet 80 oh, on it. <laughs> that was sad. I was like, what the hell? I got so excited to see it after I posted. Like, I'm not betting this, whatever it was, like, Minus 280, and then I see that, and I'm like, oh, let's go. And then no no money, able to get down. So I guess my question is, how do you think the majority of lineups look? Because I think it's very easy. Like, I want to start my lineups, Scheffler and Spieth. Like, that's how I want to start the majority of my lineups. Those are my two biggest convictions for who's going to be there on Sunday. And hopefully, like, Min Woo can win or something like that, and that would be fantastic. But if you go with those guys, it's really hard to construct the rest of your team because it doesn't seem like there's – Many consensus plays below $7,400. And if you then have to dig into two of those guys in order to do it, I just don't see where the chalk ends up coming from. I mentioned Willett, Hoagie, Keith Mitchell, Kitayama. Like, they all have some buzz, but they're not going to be, like, 17% owned. I think I like the strategy of taking, like, three or four guys from down here, mixing and matching with that top-end build. So I can go 10K, 9K, and then, like, low eights, high sevens. Yeah, I, I was talking about this all week. You know, I do think with friends and then a little bit on the podcast there with Kenny, but I do think that there, there is a viable build just to go Rom Rory or Scotty Rory or whatever you want to do. And, and you could definitely get away with it. Scoring's going to matter. I think there's still going to be scoring. We've got those par fives. We have it all down there. We've seen it in past years with guys like your guy Min Woo last year. What was that Sunday round? It was yeah. like Ho- Hovland as well. Yeah. So again, it's always a little bit scary when the 9K range has the Speeths, the Cantlays, the Xanders, all those guys we talked about, and the others too. But if you go that route and you could see two of those three being in the mix, like I said, that's where I think you just have to be comfortable with the guys down below. But if you can get behind the Kitayamas, the Willets, like you talked about those, and you see these actually coming through, then I have no problem with it. And I think those will be the types of lineups that we see finding our way to the top on so, Sunday. And if not, then you flip it out to the balance with three 9Ks or something and just say I'm fading those top guys. I, I just think it's so much easier to build a balanced lineup this week that makes you feel comfortable about your lineup. And I think that's a path of least resistance. And I think that's what most people are going to do. Like if the last guy on your team can be Siwoo, I think people are going to feel pretty good about that. Yeah, oh, for sure. And I think the other thing too is the Corey Connors effect where like Atlanta Free square. Preload, preloaded. And it's in high stakes. What, I say what, that because he might be 40%. What, what are you more. doing with Connors this week? I'm not playing him. Uh, uh, I'm, here's what I'm doing with him. I'm going to mix him in because at 7,600, I know the argument. People say, oh, you got to be all in or fade. He's going to be a chop. Like, I never do it like this. I've had success I'm not, without it. But, I'm not playing enough lineups but I'm look, to do that. Yeah. I, I have to take a hard stance. I'm playing 30 lineups, so he's not making it. My hard stance will be on the dollar amount that I have on him, and that will be in the sense that he, to me, in the higher stakes, is a much more obvious reason just to move off for the majority. Like, if I had five high-stakes lineups, maybe he makes one, 
and the other four I go without and take my chances or two versus three. Like you can balance it that way. I just don't want to put a bunch behind it because if you look at like where he stands, it's like, yeah, he's better than the guys around him, but by, mean, by how much? I mean, the winner is the same price as him, so you should just take that guy instead because he's going to win. Who's that? Minwoo. Minwoo, yeah. I like Minwoo. Uh, I think his ownership is going to be up there too. It'll but be 10%. I've got higher, but... Well, what do you have Connors at? 25. Okay. <laughs> so, so I don't have Minwoo higher than Connors. No, I'm saying he might be 10% less than Connors, so you're getting a break, but I could see Minwoo being like 12 to 15. Okay, I was going to say 10 because I think more people play Siwoo than Minwoo. I have it here. Um, I, I don't know. I, I, I still got me move higher. I think the other thing too is you have to remember what people do. Like the theory of it all and the thought process is like, oh, if I'm not playing Connors, I'll just go to Minwoo or I'll just go to Brooks. Brooks. Right. I think and, Brooks and, is the answer there. The, the guy who's sneaking in that range that no one is playing. I mean, no one is playing Bryson, but probably for good reason. No one's playing Adam Scott. Right. I don't oh. want to play Adam Scott either because he's been kind of terrible, but it's just funny. No one's playing Bryson. No one's playing Adam Scott. I don't think many are actually playing Keegan. Yeah. I don't think many are playing Answer. So again, here- I'm, I'm playing Answer. I like Answer a lot this week. I like Answer and I like Reed and I like Taylor Moore from that bottom part. We, along with Siwoo, obviously. Uh, I like Taylor Moore. He pops up too there as well. But just to note, uh, what about Mito? Did you talk about him? I mean, cuss pick to win? Yeah. No, thank you. <laughs> the curse, man. I don't know. He's the guy that's actually been playing good golf before and after. And I know someone said to me at the start of the week, like, oh, but don't forget what happened at Southern Hills. It's like, yeah, where he was came third. <laughs> in the optimal lineup and almost won the damn tournament at 6,700. And now he's only up to 72. Again, just a range that you got to make some decisions. I like Kitayama more right there. I like Keith Mitchell. And I know you don't like him, but I'm just saying I could see those guys being in the mix here. I've got no problem with it, but... I, I do see where the dead zones are already, and that's always a good thing for when you're building out your lineups. That you know, no one's really playing the, um, you know, the Kepkas, the Tom Kims, the Neemans. Well, see, that would be the pivot off of Connors. I think if you think that Minwoo and Brooks are going to be too much, not that I have the utmost confidence in Tom Kim, but when I just read you out like the types of players that have done well at these sorts of Masters with a lot of rain, a lot of wind, mm-hmm. shorter, more accurate hitters who are great from 150 and in, that's Tom Kim. Yeah. I've got no problem with it. And we were talking about, again, if 3% owners lay up everywhere, but the guy's so good at everything else that it's like, he can still get around there. And I think it's just another interesting spot where if we were talking about it months ago, Tom Kim was the next coming of Tiger Woods. Now it's like, he sucks, but he's 7,700 in this field. So uh, with, don't forget a guy that used to play in the masters. Now he doesn't, but he's got Ricky Fowler's caddy, ex caddy, Joe Scovran on his bag. So I think uh, that can help a little bit too. You never know if you want to use that narrative last year to get a guy like JT to 30%. It's not like he is bones. I'm just saying it's not, it can be helpful. And obviously Tom Kim has the skills to pay the bills. Like you mentioned earlier. So. Another graduate of DeVry. He's just on his couch texting all day. Anyway, mm-hmm. thought he'd get a college degree. Yeah. And so, think about him as debutant. He's, he's been plenty of places and Oh, for sure. Showed up. And listen, I'm playing Taylor Moore, but he's in much better form, and I like his skill set for this course. I will acknowledge that the favorite as top debutant is Tom Kim, who is a much better player. The guys that we're talking about, though, Pat, you can really get away with. Like, in the sense, like, can you see them there? Yes. Like, I'm yeah. not scared of this at all. I'm playing them. But what it allows you to do is now, if you are on Scheffler Spieth up top, who cares? You're, you're, we're Scheffler Spieth. Like, let's build it. Well, I mean, that's how the lineups I've built go. And, like, let's talk about the 6K range just very quickly. Okay, Of the guys that you want to play from down there. I have three that I've identified that I'm playing. Okay. And I can expand that base, potentially. I mean, obviously, you like Mackenzie Hughes if you want to do your Mackenzie Hughes thing. I do want to do my Mackenzie Hughes thing. But I have Moronk, Fox, and Champ. Moronk, Fox. Like, if the conditions are going to be shit, I know they haven't played here before, give me Fox and Moronk. Like, these, these are the type of conditions that these idiots play in all the time. <laughs> How much is Fox this week? 67. Same as Willett. 
He does pop a little bit too. And if it does end up being the bomber narrative, well, Ryan Fox got you covered. If it's super windy, Ryan Fox got you covered. I kind of like the Moronk take a little more at the start of the week. I was, you know, liking Schwartz, uh, Charles Schwartzel a little bit, but then uh, looking at it, like just mixing everything together, Moronk is kind of interesting at 6,400. Well, another like, guy that could score down the stretch. He like can could, score. He's a great ball striker and his putting is hot or cold. So hopefully it's a hot week. Do, do you like Gooch or power better? Power. Okay. Well, then that's interesting. I just I, don't. I don't like Gooch. I just in general, so I'm not playing him. Your winning lineup, Pat. You want to hear it? Let's hear it. Scheffler, Spieth, the start you wanted. Mm-hmm. Siwoo, Ooh. Tom Kim, Taylor Moore, and Seamus Power. Okay, it's not bad. But see what I mean? How you can just get away with it at the top now? Like you have, yeah, you have Scheffler and Spieth, but you've got Siwoo, Tom Kim, Taylor Moore, and Seamus Power. Do you realize Power was only sixty eight hundred? For some reason, I thought he was more expensive than that. I'll throw him in the pool. Why not? Unless yeah, he, you really want to talk me into Mac Hughes. Well, the only thing about Mac Hughes, again, this is like just going back to it. I, I, th- I forget who posted this one. I, I didn't get in the tidbits. It was after I had them out, and I was just reading some stuff. But just in general, he's 6300 He's really cheap, uh, you know, in general. So that's a good starting point. But you talk about um, – so they talked about Matt Fitzpatrick and adding all that distance. And you go back and look at Hughes, and he's added some distance. So if you want to play that angle. But if, even if you don't want to play that angle – and he's laying it up or whatever. If it's softer conditions, he's hitting more greens. If he's not, he's got the, the Canadian Jordan Spieth in him that he can just find those magic beans. If it does turn into the putting contest, what's the guy? He can make putts from 90. I'm sure he can make them from 10 to 15. Like, it's, it's a guy that can find his way around in that sense. He doesn't pop the most. But, like, I just think from the example of that, the guy won this past year. Like, all these factors, Pat, adding up, he does fit some of the trends, that sort of stuff too. So for me, not my favorite play, but just to say down here at 6,300, I think it's a little bit interesting to consider. And then for the back of the mind, headline, narrative, Canadian bias, not you know unbiased, whatever you want to call it, the fact of the Corey Connors effect, what if it ends up just being Mac Hughes? I talked about already betting him top Canadian. What if it ends up being Mike Weir? Oh, God. That would be a really bad scene. But, yeah. Um, wh- what about the amateur, 6,100? We didn't talk about him. Do, do you have a take? I know Sky's I'm on just, him and a bunch of people I'm, mentioning it. I'm not playing any AMs, and I'm not playing any old guys. The thing is, like, I could just see it. Like, you got to – it's 6,100. I know why we're plugging him in and playing him, his upside and his skill set and his distance. Hey, who are the best amateurs that you can remember in your lifetime here? Bryson and Hovland? I think, yeah, like, what was Hovland, like, 31st or Hovland something? Hovland was 31st. I think Bryson was, like, 37th or something like that. Yeah. Like, that's the best. But that might be at 61. Might, that might be good enough, depending on what you can jam in. Yeah. But, like, if it's a difference of $200, I mean, I would just rather play Mac Hughes. <laughs> that's how I'm considering things, at least. I know others are playing Straka. I get that. Moronk is there, who we talked about. Like, I mean, I'm, I'm comfortable. I like Moronk. I mean, Straka? Guys. I like Straka, too, actually. I played Straka at match play. I think he lost every hole. Yeah. So... Again, match play versus this. You can talk. You know, you can flip that both ways too, because people say like, so like the Kitayamas and the Henleys and guys like that that played well at match play, but then didn't get like uh, Henley, for example, didn't get out of his pod, but played really well. It's true. I don't hate it, but again, you could flip flip that angle both ways. For the guys down here, though, like I said, I, I like Mac Hughes. I like I like Strock. I like your Moronk call. Uh, considering uh, Varner, but I kind of actually like Kokrak better if I'm playing a live guy from that same spot, just same play, price. Just play Cam Champ. I don't like automatic Cam top ten. I don't like Cam Champ. Yeah, automatic top ten. Used to be, still is. Will it? I don't. Will it's been playing really good too. I, I do worry of like how much ownership he does get because at a six K guy, you want to consider that these other guys to me are the same. But I, I don't think he's going to get that much. So I'm actually okay with him. I do like Gooch. I talked about him being the top live guy. I think Gooch is someone that would be a lot. 
again, we don't know what would have ever happened and all these factors, but I don't like 6,800 feels light for what his skill set is and how good he can actually be. I just think, I mean, it's did, part of the live factor. So sure, I get it. I, I had no real gauge on how good Gooch was anyway, mm-hmm. but he was in the midst of a really nice run. Yeah. I thought last, he was better than most last why. year, but I don't know if that like was the best he was ever going to play. I mean, I think in his mind, the fact that he went to live right away, Kind of strikes me as maybe he felt like he was playing over his skis a little bit. Yeah, cash it in, man. That's yeah, he did, and he cashed in. He parlayed that success into even more success. Now we set up for life. That's, yeah. I think that's the name of the game for a lot of these guys. They do play golf professionally. Like DJ said, it's professional golf. We still play for money. Like, that's what we do. It is a profession. All these guys come from all over the world and play. So I just think he's at least interesting there. I know you mentioned Fox, who's right there at 6,700. I just, I like the, I wasn't on him, especially after last week when he was a fucking disaster. But if the conditions hold true to what they look like, it's Ryan Fox weather. It's it's Moronk weather, too. I like Moronk better, actually. But the one thing I will say, I, I, I don't mind Fox, but the one thing I want to say is about Hoagie, because you brought him up earlier. Hollywood Hoagie. Hollywood Hoagie feels like he's getting a little steam right it, now, it too. pass. But doesn't it, like, uh, that's what I'm wondering. I'd, Again, rather, I'd rather play Bubba. It, it's all how you perceive this weather angle or whatever you want to talk about from what we already mentioned previous. But I'm saying, like, the reason to play him is because of his approach game and, and all that. But if it turns out that everyone's just hitting these softer greens and laying up and finding their way in, then it doesn't that kind of negate the advantage Hoagie would usually have if everyone else is able to hit those greens too. It's like not like he's the world-class guy that's going to go out and make all the putts that you need down the stretch or anything like that where you expect it. So don't think I'm I'm in love with him there. I think there's some other options in that range as well, and that might do it for the 6K range. How is Harris English in this field? Don't know the rules. What did he do? Did he finish like third in some major that I wasn't aware of? I don't know how far it would stem from, what, what he did last year, anything like that, but... Not someone that I'm considering, at least. No, just I'm, I'm just trying to look at it. Like, where, where the hell did this come from? But you did make me look at Gary at the same price. Oh, he didn't play in the Masters last year after his win. So maybe he, like, parlayed his invitation over because he had to withdraw. Ah, uh, okay. That's a possibility. G- Gary's in because he won the U.S. Open. He's still No, I know why he's in. Are you interested? Are you in? No. Okay. I don't, th- I don't think so, but we'll see. Like, again, these are, these are more fringe guys. Like I said, I like the Yo, but these, these power, are the guys, you, you're, you're going to need one or two of those guys if you realistically want to start Scotty, Rom, Scotty, Rory, Rom, Rory. Like, you're going to have to jam one of these guys in, or your team's going to be terrible. Yeah, I was looking at Rory, Rom lineups because Rom at 10-8, it's what he won at earlier this year. And again, the pricing is still extremely soft. It's a major. It's, they got to fill up 300,000 spots on a $15. I get it, and it's fun to play around with. But you're only at 70. You still have 7150 like there is, you're you're basically in a good spot where if you, as long as you don't fill it out and land on Corey Connors, because then you're probably just matching up with many others, you can just fill that out pretty easily down at the bottom, even with some of the guys that you mentioned and that we like. So I'm going to check Moronk in. So you go Ron Rory Moronk. You got 7,400 bucks for three spots. So there are four guys in particular I want to talk to you about who are falling through the cracks. Okay. And I don't really know what to make of them because I could see all of them winning. I could see all of them being eight over after like, Eight holes as well. Like, they're just in that zone. Burns, no one is using. Will Zalatoris is going to be sub 10%. This is a guy who was 20 to 1 like three weeks ago to win this tournament. Mm-hmm. Now no one wants to use him. Matthew Fitzpatrick is going to be sub 5% owned, more than likely. And Tyrrell Hatton is going to be like 5, 6, 7% owned. I'm good with not playing Hatton despite the conditions. I think this course just triggers him to no end, and there's nothing you can do about that. Yeah. Like, best case, you're looking at T15 from him. And that's not the sort of upside that I want. At this tournament, I keep getting sucked back into either Z or Fitzpatrick. I think it's Z. Yeah. The only thing that sucks about Z is like the last 
you know, the, the couple times with him is like the, the strokes, I think I looked at it today, like his strokes gain approach were much better coming in. Obviously he's coming off some injury stuff and been up and down with adjusting the swing and all that. But if you are just taking a shot, on any of those guys, I know that Matt Fitzpatrick was or is the the major champion that just got it last year, but he took it from, I mean, him and Z were right both in the mix down the stretch of that exact same tournament. To me, that kind of carries over. They're both probably the better plays, though, than the Hatton spot or the Burns spot. I don't know if that if the Valspar thing carries over for Burns, so be it, but I, I think I would take more shots on guys around him than, than going with him. Because I am for sure using Hovland and Hideki. So 85 and 84, like I'm, I'm in that range already. And I am using Sungjae, despite the fact that he's going to be very highly owned. I suppose we should talk about who are the highest owned players in this tournament. Corey Connors, I think Connors Sungjae, Rory. Con- Connors and Sungjae, I think, are going to be one and two. Finau is going to be up there. You think so? Yeah, we didn't talk about him yet. 8,900, 8, baby, best buy pricing. Yeah, I'm, I'm good with not playing Finau. I, I think he's still fine. I, I just think it's you got to know he's coming with some ownership, so... Yeah, so you have to mix it up a little bit. But guys, like, I struggle. I think we've got guys down below, though, that we've talked about already where you can just, again, you can get sure, away with it. I, I don't really see that big of a difference between Shoffley and Finau. And if you gave me a choice, I'd rather take the one of the two guys surrounding them. Because if, if you're going to go up into this range, you know, I do would hope, listen, you, they don't need to win, but I would like them to win, that I have more confidence that Morikawa and DJ would win before Finau and Xander. Now, will Finau and Xander if I had to bet one of them top 10, it's probably those two. If I had to bet the other ones to win, I'd bet the other two. Yeah. I mean, we'll see. It's. I think it's going to be pretty close, actually, between Kawa and Xander. For sure, but Finau is going to be over. Much higher than them, yeah. Like five to five to. It's not much higher. Five to seven percent. I mean, that's one thing people definitely have to remember, too. At these, these majors and the softer pricing, people get so caught up in this. Yeah, Corey Connors, you have to think about that because it's insane. He's 7,600. He's going to be pushing 40 plus percent, maybe more in something like the Mega Millie for 22-22. But you, could you just make, I mean, you can do this on Fantasy National. You can make a rule pretty easily in your lineup builder. Just say, only play one of these two guys in lineups. Just say, either you play Sungjae or you play Corey Connors. Just don't play them together. You can set up however you want with those groups. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. I just swear when people up top are like, well, man, Rory's going to be 26 and and, and Rom's going to be 20. They're they're both really good. Yeah. Play the guy you want to play. They're the favorites. Yeah. Figure it out. Like it's when you have to make those decisions are if Willett's pushing 10 to 12%. If Corey, when Corey Connors, which we know for a fact is going to be pushing 30% in like the $15. These are the decisions that you have to think about. It's not as much the other ones of like, okay, Finau is going to be 20 and Xander is going to be 15. It's fine. You can even play them both together. You can pair them up. You could go like Kawa, Xander, Finau for a balanced lineup and get away from all the guys, 9,200 and up, and try it that way. Uh, it's not probably the best approach. I'm just saying that's ways you can look at these things versus everyone trying to pivot over 3 and 4%. Just trying to find out. It doesn't quite work. This would be like the ultimate balanced chalk build. Connor, Sungjae, Finau, Rose, Day. But you can go Xander and throw him in instead, then have 8,600. Who is the, I guess now we're into like the, the lower class of players here. Not lower class of players. You just chuck Hovland to that lineup and you're good to go. Connor, Sungjae, Finau, Rose, Shoffley, Victor. Yeah, if that, if that wins, I'm dead. All yeah. my money's gone. <laughs> like, uh, that's just the facts. Uh, I'll tell you right now, like, it just doesn't make sense to me because there's going to be I scoring. don't want to play it. I I'm know you're lo- not. I'm it's what we're at- looking at. That's what the show's about. I'm saying, but when you go down... There's, it's not, this is not a U.S. Open. These are not amateurs and qualifiers. There is some amateurs. There is some old guys. I think that's one thing you have to remember, though. They're mixed in with guys that we could validate that can actually put up scores on this course. So I think that's how you have to think about it, even if it is just the guys in the low sevens. 
Like those guys are still going to be in the mix where you can build with four four guys in the low sevens or one 6K guy that you take a shot on with three sevens and then hop up to a Rom Rory. Like there's lots of ways you can build and it doesn't have to be Rom Rory. That's what I'm saying. If you can go Rory and then hop down to who do we say? I'm just going to quickly do one. Cam Young, Hovland. We're going to use our same Moronk because we're not going to just blow it away. We'll just say that it's him. You still have 79.50 left to use. You said we liked, um, who's the other guy there? Tom Kim? I like Min Woo. Okay, but just use this lineup for an example. Okay. We'll go to Minwoo. Uh, Rory, Cam Young, Hovland, Tom Kim, Zalatoris, and Moronk. Is there risk in there? Absolutely. Is that Could you see five of those guys being in the mix on Sunday and then the other guy just has to score? I don't know of it. Maybe Moronk's actually in the mix and it's Tom Kim that needs to get his shit together and score for us. My point, or Zalatoris. But take out Zalatoris. Take out Tom Kim. You talked about Minwoo, who you actually like. 76, that gets us 83. There's your guy Sam Burns or Zalatoris. You can take out uh, Moronk, actually, and go back down to, who's the other guy? Siwoo is 74, and now you land on 73, Taylor Moore. I know that Reed and Tiger, but now look at this one, Pat. Rory, Cam Young, Hovland, Siwoo Kim, Minwoo Lee, and Taylor Moore. Sounds good. That is a good lineup. It actually projects well, too, but just noting that because we look at that on here, but just to say it, that's what I'm saying. Like That lineup can score. And if Rory wins, you've got it. And there's lots of pivots. Like, okay, I, I want to swap it out. I like Rom, so I want to go to Rom instead of Rory. Oh, guess what? I get one of my guys that I love, Kitayama, down at the bottom. It actually projects the exact same. Rom, Young, Hovland, Siwu, Minwu, Kitayama. Let's go. All right. Where do you think the most common start's going to be? First two guys in. <laughs> Rory Spieth, maybe? You think it's going to be Rory Spieth? I think it's going to be Rory, for sure. And then you got to think... If it's not Rory Spieth... It's this version. It's, it's like Rory, Rory Connors. <laughs> well, it's definitely Rory Connors. I should, I should, sorry, I should have said that. I thought you were talking like no, no, two highest price I, guys. You, you took it the way that I meant it, but just to think about it, like Connors in all these lineups. So we didn't talk about Jason Day yet, but you got to think like he's got to get some love here, right? Yeah, but it's hard to go Rory Spieth Day. Oh, it is for sure. I'm saying if it's not Rory Spieth, I could it's see it being Spieth like, day. well, no, like a Rory, you can go like Rory Finau Day with Connors and still have 7,100 left. Or you could go Spieth Finau Day. That's a bit more with Connors, and you still have 7,500 left. You can go Minwoo Siwoo if you wanted to. Let me see this. What was that one? I take out Rory and go Finau. So Spieth Finau Connors Day. Oh, wow. That at least might be a better way to do it, though, Pat. I'll be honest. If you think Spieth is going to be more of a first guy in, I'm good with using Spieth as a first or guy. Or sorry, if you think Spieth is going to be more as a second guy in to a stud up above and starting with him then I think that is interesting because then you would land at sort of that range. You said you could get to what at the end? You could do Minwoo Siwoo if you wanted to. You go 76, 74, you yeah. go 77, 73, whatever you wanted to do. Hell, you could go Ryan Fox Hideki, I think. I got one more guy in that range I want to talk about, actually, because you brought it up and he's a, another pivot off of the Neiman? decision. Uh, he's one too, but like you said, who knows? He definitely fits the bill. Like I think he'd be fine here, but what about Sahith? I would prefer it not be rainy. Swagger, man. This guy's just going to roll around. He's got around the green game, start draining the putts. Kenny Ben and I talked about this on Friday. Mm -hmm. We weren't sure what the weather was going to be. But, like, the shittier the conditions, give me Kitayama. The better the conditions, give me Thigala. Like, these California guys, I don't want to say that they're soft, but, like, you see Cantlay and Homa. You get them in these bad conditions, they're like, Cantlay, Homa, Kawa. Start throwing them all in together, but yeah, uh, okay. Well, what is your take on Neiman? Give, give me that one, seventy eight hundred. I just I have no good or bad with him. He just he's a nothing to me, so I'm not playing him. 
Like, yeah. I, 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 I mean, what do you think Fleetwood ends up at? I'm going to get sucked into Tommy. I 12 know. to 15? Maybe but, potential to go, like... Way too much? Well, maybe it could go to, like, 15 plus. But yeah. I don't think it gets too much, man. I just... I look at the weather, and I know that everyone's going to have the same sort of conclusion, but, like, it just gets me on to... Fleetwood and Rose and Lowry and these goobers. Just the worse the conditions, the better it is. Should for we them. build that one? Fleetwood, Rose, Lowry, Fitzpatrick. Ooh. That would be the start. That's interesting. You can go one up, one down, or continue balanced if you wanted to. I just, yeah, I think, again, I think we're going to need someone up top. So if you let me ask you that, then like, who is it Rory up top in the rainy conditions? I mean, I would rather Spieth. I think that th- these conditions play to Spieth. Oof. You know what's crazy is you can make like the all version of it where you just add in Rory and Hatton and just get all <laughs> Rory and Hatton fit with that. Yeah, this is like a crazy lineup and it's a lot of Englishmen, Northern Ireland. It's, it's the it's it the crossover. Sound, I it's, can't it's, believe that fits with money left on the table too. with with a hundred left over. That's an interesting one. It's Rory, and then it drops to Fitzpatrick, and then oh, this is pretty actually. This is interesting because then it goes Hatton, Lowry, Rose, Fleetwood. You do not have Corey Connors at 7,600 or the Min Woos or the Si Woos. everyone else. You have everyone above them and then level up. That is probably the most intriguing one we built yet. And it actually projects pretty decent as well. I, um, I, I would actually like to play that a little bit differently. If you went the Spieth route, so take out Hatton you, and you Rory. Could go, you could go like Spieth JT, I think. See, that's what you have to look at. No, it's Spieth Fino or Spieth DJ. So Spieth JT doesn't fit? No. Hmm. Then I don't like it as much. Okay, but you said you would. No, no, no. Wait, we can do this. Let's go speed. You can go speed. I want to go Kitayama because we're saying the board. You said worst conditions we want I mean, Kitayama, better conditions we want Thigala. Just hold on one second. You can go speed DJ, which I do like. I did put that one already. So speed DJ works it. with that lineup. Or you could drop. Who would you drop of those guys? Fleet well, that's Wood? what I'm. Tra- I'm trying to figure out the one that gets me to JT, right? Because JT's 9300. I, I, I think it's 1800. Is it Fleetwood? Fleetwood down to Kitayama? I think it's Fleetwood. You just fuck it. Just to go. Cantlay or JT. I mean, if we're just going to play this like British Isles lineup, just take Fleetwood down to Willett. <laughs> yeah, I mean, this is fine though, but listen to this one. You can go. Uh, do you like Cantlay or JT in these conditions? JT. Okay, so then it's JT, Spieth, Lowry, Fitzpatrick, Rose, and Kitayama, and you have $200 left over to spend. So you could actually go off Kitayama if you wanted and play. Who would you pick then? A Tiger, Reed, or... I, I would pick Cole. Reed or Louie. Yeah. Louie's someone we didn't talk about. I kind of like Louie. Just of all, all the live guys just kind of milling about. Just his name doesn't pop up at all. Yeah. And there's always two to three guys at every Masters who are playing like shit coming in. No one is on them, and all of a sudden they're just there. Like I kind of feel like Russell Henley is going to be that guy. <laughs> Yeah, Russell Henley definitely was someone that intrigued me more than those other guys. And the fact that he's 7,000 even and not in the 6Ks and not like, in that cluster of $7,100 guys, it makes sense. Could, so. you, could you see Sergio randomly coming 7th? Bad <sighs> conditions, Sergio, like... I got to check his uh, his champion's dinner picture. See yeah, he looked pretty good. He looked kind of wasted, but... Okay. It seemed like he was having a good time. All Apparently, right. Phil didn't talk to anyone. Yeah, Phil's just an odd cat now, man. Uh, it was so good for so long there when he was doing the content and the firesides and coming out with the, the calves and, and the bombs and hitting bombs and all that stuff. But it's been a tough scene for Phil lately. Obviously, he's got some money, but uh, I don't think he has much else. I'll put Reed in there as the bottom guy. That's Reed, who I just Reed, locked Reed, in. Reed is an official member of the Euro Tour, lifetime member. I don't know this if lineup heard. sounds pretty good when I say it. It's it's Spieth and JT. the two the old, They're the, the old best friends combo now because there's a lot of new best friend combos. But then you've got... 
Fitzpatrick, Lowry, Rose, and Reed. That's pretty good. I still like the other one, man. I like the Rory, Hatton, Fleetwood, Fitzpatrick, Lowry, and whoever the other person was. was good stuff. I like that lineup quite a bit. So other guys that you want to talk about, different builds that you want to talk about. Because it's not that we're on the same page, but I think we're seeing this very much the same way. Like, we haven't mentioned Cameron Smith at all. Yeah, we and, talk and about for him. people out there, people, I mean, no one really cares what I do with my DraftKings lineup. They care what you do with your DraftKings lineup. But I'm not playing Ron Rory or Cameron Smith or Cantlay. Like, they're just all fades for me. You're just so high on, on Scheffler, and that's a way to commit to it. I, I don't hate that. I'm playing like 75% Scheffler. Yeah. So I'm, expect him to miss the cut. That's fine. Uh, I'm doing what I always do at, at majors, especially. I talk about it plenty in the past, but it's worked very well for me, especially in like the $100 millimakers and stuff like that. I'm taking all my stands down low because like Feinberg said it a couple times this week and I agreed with him. He, he reached out. I was sad. I didn't get to see him this week actually, but when he was here, but just in general, like how many guys can actually win this thing? The winner's up top here somewhere. We can argue all day till we're blue in the face back and forth about who it's going to be. Like we all have our cases. We all have our narratives. We all have our thoughts. You can't tell me, you know, better between uh, like a Rory Homa or a Xander Rom. We'll know the ownership and you can play that game, but I'm saying those are two pretty good combos on paper. I got no problem just flipping those and leaving my four guys at the bottom that I'm secure with in a certain lineup like we just did where we said it was this 2v2 versus that. I'll just play them both. Okay, so let's do this. The, but I will stand down low on my guys that I'm on. To finish this off then, let's do a 7,500 and lower draft of our most confident plays. I will take Siwoo Kim at $7,400 as my first pick. Okay. Um, trying to think how I want to go about this. Okay, I'll, I'll go... It's 7,500 and below? Yeah. So, Thigala down. Yeah, it's... Probably... I'll take Thigala. Okay. I'll take Abraham Answer. I'll take Keith Mitchell. I'll take Patrick Reed. I'll take Kitayama. I'll take Taylor Moore. Oh, I like that one. You, you kind of stole that one. Let me see here. Henley. Fox. Gooch. Moronk. Willet. Champ. Hmm. <laughs> Can this, is this the last pick? Yeah. Okay. Mackenzie Hughes. And don't make me try and list all the guys I just said in order because I'm not doing I wrote that. mine down. But yeah, you got yours. But I, I do feel good about those picks. And you, you got the Taylor Moore one from me, but the rest I, I liked mine. So I'm, I'm feeling good about my side. Okay. But when you say you're taking a stand, like that's basically going to be your pool, right? Those are the guys yeah. that are going to be down there. That'll be the, that, the heavy, that'll that actually have leverage on and be, be heavily owned to me versus what the field's at and hope that those guys come through because then then it's not a problem for me to mix. People always get this confused too. It's a strategy piece I've talked about plenty in the past, Pat, and maybe in the future there is more strategy stuff. But just in general, Fitzpatrick up to Scheffler is 20 guys, all unique priced. So that means when I'm 2v2ing it out, there is opportunity to, to put them in. You can still leave money too, but I'm just saying when you compare, there's always going to be a 2v2 of two unique guys at two separate prices because they're all unique price. So I look at it from that perspective. It's not to say play them all, but I'm saying it's to look at those things when you're building it out are what are some of the comparables. And in some cases, it will put you into different roster constructions where people are like, oh, how do you do your roster construction? Well, sometimes I see, okay, if everyone's going to go two 9K guys here, and I go with a ten, another 10K guy and a lower 7K guy, it's just another stand down low of one of the guys I just mentioned, and now I have no 9K guys in that lineup. That's a unique roster construction, so I'm taking a stand in that sense of overall builds versus the field. I like that. I like that a lot. I'm going to bet Scotty Scheffler at 8-1. to one. 
I'm nice. betting JT and probably wishing I bet home. What's home at right now that you see? Uh, the best JT number? The best home number. The best home number. One second. Do, 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 do. I'm still betting JT, but I just want to know. I'm just looking for it right now. Uh, Jesus, the stupid site. Masters. Max Homa, best number, 40 to 1 right now. See, that's, jeez, man. That's that's getting deep. No, like, because people ask me, so like, uh, yesterday, DraftKings reset Cameron Smith from 22 to 35. And they're like, how is that even possible? It's like, clearly no one is fucking betting on Cameron Smith to win. Like, oh, also, the That's place, why. No yeah. one is betting on Max Homa to win. I meant to bring that up. The place that boosts people is, uh, well, a lot of people do. I shouldn't say it that way. But the place is open 365 days a year has boosted Brooks Kepka. The original boost was boosting him to 40. People obviously bet it. I saw people saying, like, I'm betting him now. It's 40. They've boosted him to 50. That's usually not a good sign. So it's uh, funny that you can take bet- all the money at 40 and then be like, all right, we'll give 50 now. You, you can bet Cam Smith 35 to 1 at DraftKings, or you can bet this boost up to 25 to 1 at this other site. Like, yeah. Just go to DraftKings and bet it there. Yeah. And, but the interesting note is now, because we've been, you know, talked through Hovland already. We don't need to go back there and get out of here. But just in general, Hovland wins. Major history, all that. Like, again, it's, his major history is better than Homa's, but Homa's much better now. And Homa's, Homa's winning big boy events. He is. It's funny because when you look at, like, the— Same number. Like, Genesis has always been—like, Riviera's been a very good comp course. Obviously, Max has won and come second there. I mean, but Hovland's been great at the Genesis, too. Well, Hovland's still fine. That's why we bet him. I'm just saying now when you hear about the 25 on JT versus the 40 on, Hov, or on Homa, it's like, again, what are we doing here? Like, what's, what's the play? Hovland. Homa versus JT, I'm saying. Oh, yeah. JT 25, Homa versus 40. I, I, honestly, when it, comes to out, still, when it comes to outright betting, I want to pick the guy that I think is going to win. And I think that JT just has a much better chance to win. Why? I don't know. That's how I feel. It's tough, man. When I go look at the like the Fantasy National simulations, I can tell you what those write out to be. Yeah, they're nice. What does that say? Let's see. The simulator will tell you Scheffler is the massive favorite with Rom. Like those two above everyone else. Then it's down to Rory, I believe. No, then it's down to Justin Thomas. Justin Thomas is the third favorite. Where's Homa? Homa is. So the true odds per 1,000 simulations on Justin Thomas say that his odds should actually be 16 to 1 to win this tournament. He is the biggest plus EV bet on the board in terms of percentage. Max Homa, his true odds are 60 to 1. So now you can bet one at 25, who should be 16, or bet one at 40, who should be 60. Getting ripped off on home is what you're saying? I mean, unless he wins. <laughs> Jacket going on. Yeah. Max Homa. There we go. Put it on him. Solve that. Yeah, so the, the, should we play Max Homa and one and done? Uh, no, we got DJ. I, I don't know. I'm good with it, man. I, I think you... DJ is sixth in the simulator, by the way. Yeah. He has the same odds as Rory. Yeah. I, I, then it's Morikawa. I'm going to feel like... That's the one th- good thing about Morikawa now. Even if he wins the Masters... And I don't have money on him. I'll feel bad because I waste my money on him every week, but I'll be so happy for him. You know what else I forgot about, too? The, you know, if, because of the interesting note you just brought up, if Cowell wins this, he'll be one away. It'll be the U.S. Open in L.A. And he plays pretty – I mean, everyone's on, like, Homa in California. How about Morikawa in California? And how about if you just play the narrative of what always seems to work at these majors of playing Rory Cowell lineups? Rory and Morikawa mixed – and maybe they can play together again on the final day. Well, that's what I mean. It just always <sighs> seems to come true. Those, those are two good guys that you can play together, and that should lessen it some. I think Morikawa still gets some of the ownership, but it's not like Spieth, Cantlay probably gets late steam. Finau is going to be heavily owned. People always love Xander, so he seems to get something. And then day down below, there is a possibility you get like a 
12 to 15% on Morikawa here. Maybe it's 15 to 18, but again, you can lessen it down below and still be fine with it, but playing with Rory, Rory Kawa. My money's in on Scheffler. All right. Doesn't feel good. I don't, I just, I feel so uncomfortable. The last time I bet someone at single digits was I bet Rory at nine to one to win the Canadian Open last. How year. much bigger do you go? You don't have to give numbers when you do just go on a guy that's eight to one like that. I mean, I still have to make it make sense within what I want to get paid out for the week. Right. That's what I'm wondering. The, the problem is where I mean, I mean, I started at 40 after that. So it's eight to 40 on the betting card. So Sheffler, Hovland, Lowry, Rose, Siwoo, Minwoo. The Minwoo one is like fine. It pays a lot more, put it that way. Because yes. we made it so long ago. It's like, oh, we won money. Let's bet on Minwoo. Yeah. Which worked out with Willett. So maybe we can work out with this one. Uh, it crushes my expected from the week from 9 to 1 return on my money if someone wins to 7.5 to 1. Which is great. And also, does that do you include the each way when you factor that? Yes. Okay. But I, mean, I, only have, I only have one each way this week. It's, it's Minwoo, right? No, it's Siwoo. Oh, okay. I thought you might have got Minwoo originally no. with that. So that's yeah, why I was going to say, too. He wasn't like, again, available at the site that offered the each ways back then. Gotcha. Okay, no problem. I was, I was just saying that so some people might not understand that or, or under like see it as that perspective where even you, yes, Scheffler gets the job done and wins, but Minwoo right behind him, or in this case, who did you say had the Siwoo. Siwoo. So if, Siwoo, Siwoo, yeah, if Scheffler wins and Siwoo comes sixth, I'm like, oh, Jesus, this is fucking Your outlay's great. better. That's yeah, what I'm saying, win. yeah. And I don't include like my top live bet or I miss the cut bets or anything like that. That, that's my outright profitability. Like if, For sure. If answer hits at 14 to 1, I'm going to win money this week. Yeah. No, I get I get it. So I, I think that's just so everybody else follows. I think that's a key thing to note is you're talking your outright outlay, like what you can get back for that versus the other stuff is all separate bets. Like those are you're looking at those as separate. And then what do you make on the entire week is how you fare. Mm-hmm. Cool. All right, man. Excited? You're going to win a million bucks? You're going to win two sets of a million dollars? Three there's, sets? There's potential. Not, uh, there you is actually, there's, there's definitely potential for three, but I'm, I'm only playing three in the mega, the 22-22, and then probably 75 to 100 in the $100, and then throw those into the $15. I don't care if we max it or not. Like It, it doesn't make that big of a difference to me of like the 150 into 300,000 versus 100. I, I know that people are back there doing their spreadsheets and their math on it all. I'm just playing what I play so that if it hits, and obviously it would be incredible to hit one milli, but the way I play it, it's likely that if I hit one milli, I'm winning two. So that would be nice. Not going to lie to you. This would be a good week to hit a million dollar winner. Really would. Don't know why, but I think it would. It might be good. Might be good. So you'll join me on the round one recap show Thursday night. Tomorrow night. Tomorrow night. Fuck, it's tomorrow night. I can't wake up to watch. I can't wait to wake up and watch the Masters. It's the best. I love it. I, I don't. I, everyone says it's because it's the first major. I don't think that's it. It's just the there's everything else that goes with it. Like the, and the, the, this year is special. I get it. Like it's it matters. But, but but there are different feelings too. Like I really enjoy staying up to watch the beginning of the Open Championship. Mm-hmm. I just kind of pull an all nighter, start watching it through, and then I fall asleep at like five a.m. or something like that, and wake up tradition. Like, yeah. like, who the fuck is like winning now? Like, I don't know what's going on here. But this one, you know, I get my night's sleep. I wake up. It doesn't start too early, and you can watch everything. It is fucking incredible. Who's your guy at the open? The the smoker. We always Darren say, Clark. Yeah, that's Darren Clark just ripping heaters in the ripping first group every right year. Out of the gate, and he's like two under to start this thing every time, and then just disappears completely. Yeah, that that is a tradition. I also always say I love the U.S. Open. I don't know why. I, just, I love all the majors, but like PGA Championship, like whatever. Sure, but. I mean, listen, I enjoy. Listen, I will. I love watching the fucking heritage. So sure. let, let's let's. It's not, gonna be even better this year. It's gonna way. be. I mean, it's gonna be exactly the same as it was in COVID. And we're doing this show next week on Tuesday. Yeah, I'll probably release it on Wednesday though. Okay. I'm trying to trying to build, giving away the trade secrets, giving away the reward well, versus when it comes. Well, out. it all depends on when this ends too, because I I and that too. The anticipation was that I would go live on Sunday evening with Feinberg to recap the Masters, but if the Masters doesn't end until Monday, can't really do that. Yeah. So we're gonna do. 
if that if everything goes through, everything ends at the right time, it'll be me and Feinberg live on Sunday evening with the Masters recap. Then the pick show will probably come out Monday night or Tuesday morning. Then our show will come out Wednesday morning. And you may have to do a double down with Feinberg if it does go long, where you do the recap mixed in. Well, yes, if, if it ends on Monday, we'll just do both of them. Double we'll do down. It. Fuck it, we'll do it live. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right, it's going to be good, man. I'm, I'm excited for this week. Lots of money to be won. And lots, lots of money to be won just by uh, doing Can a few things on the Pat Mayo experience. If right. you follow at Totag and Tambo on Twitter and retweet his tidbits, which will be included in the Mayo Media newsletter, that gets you a ballot into the draw for, I guess it's 500, 250 bucks for me, 250 bucks from Tambo. Maybe we'll pick two winners I think so. when, when it good. comes through it. But the big one to do, 10 ballots each for a sub rating and review of the Pat Mayo Experience audio podcast, Apple podcast, or Spotify. Please continue to do that. We're trying to juke the numbers so we can get to number one. I want to be number one, all right? And you want to be viewers of the number one show in the space so it works out for everyone, and we're giving away 500 bucks. So congratulations to the winners already, and congratulations to you, the future winners of the giveaways, of the Masters DraftKings, of your outright bets, whatever it may be. I'm feeling like we're going to have a good week, all right? I'm Pat Mayo. Thank you for watching. I'll see you next time. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.